Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold! Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Design Episode 48 of RPG from Scratch. We're, we're getting up there. Mm-hmm. We're encroaching on 50. We're almost over the hill. Yeah, we're going to be a middle-aged podcast, we're going to get a Ferrari, and we're going to start dating a podcast half our age. Mm. <laughs> I actually, I kind of love that idea. Wh- who would our podcast half our age be? Uh, one that started after us. Yes. <laughs> I almost like want to want to ship us with another podcast now. I don't know. We'll make a little podcast dating profile. Yeah, that's there. good idea. Audience, what do you think? Who do you ship us with? Just start a new podcast. We'll date you. What up? Yeah. So first, uh, I want to check in with Liam. You've yeah. Been, you, you've had a couple more sessions. Uh, I think two more sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, invented a new creature. Oh. It's called the Wolfalo. Okay. It is a wolf the size of a buffalo. Okay. Baller. It's not the size of Mark Ruffalo? No. Okay. Uh, that Mark Ruffalo is the name of the Wolfalo in the campaign. Okay. <laughs> that joke was made immediately by Kyle. Good. Is he always angry? No. Okay. No, in fact, he's a he's a he's a very big boy, mm-hmm. and everybody loves him, except for Amanda, because <laughs> okay. Amanda is seventy eight pounds and terrified of the twelve hundred pound behemoth. <laughs> so it's a twelve hundred pound wolf. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that is a. I think that qualifies as a monster. Yeah. I mean, wolves qualify as in, as monsters in all other folklore. Yeah. Throughout humanity's history. So just yeah, just make one. Like, how much does a wolf weigh? Like, at max. 230 pounds maybe no. biggest one no like hundred. Oh, okay so it's 12 wolves <laughs> it's just 12 wolves taped together hello boston we are 12 wolves can you imagine if this giant creature just walked up in the woods and then split into 12 wolves god no that would be the worst all right that all right so, so we got a wolfalo yeah you yeah. know we got whatever the fuck that is <laughs> yeah what animal that's what i imagine it's just 12 wolves like they travel in a tower they're all st- <laughs> only the they're one on the bottom walks <laughs> it's just past the pigs that thing just has giant like tower legs mm. to hold yeah. the rest of the pack like so what what kind of animal would travel like would travel around as a larger voltron of itself in our in our uh <laughs> in our setting insectoids crabs um oh crabs would be terrible oh. spiders 
spiders as a giant spider. Yeah. So if you just had like a giant spider aircraft carrier. Yeah. And the rest of the spiders were there to there'd, bring there'd food be to a, it. There'd be a large main unit, and then the other would act as, as like armor. I like that, but I also kind of like the idea of like a bunch of monkeys like locking hands. Okay. You know? Mo- oh, yeah. monkeys is good. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, like locking hands, and one of them's one foot, another one's another foot. Like Voltron. Yeah. But you can't just call it monkey Voltron. <laughs> Uh, that's what I will exclusively <laughs> refer to it as. We we can come up with another name to put in the book, but when I'm like, all right, Monkey Voltron shows up. There's like 10 bands from Ohio. They're like, hey. Oh, shit. We're already Monkey Voltron. <laughs> we have that. Look at this shirt. So Monkey Voltron, you would call it like uh, something with <laughs> the monkey with 100 faces. Uh, I don't know. We worry about what it's called. Monkey Voltron is going to stick for now. That'll be our code. Yeah. That'll be our working yeah. title. Yes. But I, I figured the the wolfalo would just be like it's brookie adjacent. Yeah, it's it's what it's, it's what, what it's, we domesticated. It's what we domesticated brookies out of. It grew hooves somehow. Oh no, it's got hooves. The wolfalo has hooves. Yeah, it's got hooves. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So it's the un- undomesticated brookies are wolfalos. They're just giant monsters, and we just got the smallest ones. And we're like, all right, let's get. We gotta make this more manageable. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. So. Damn, we got monsters checked out there. Monkey Voltron and Wolfalo. I got another monster. Well, not a monster, a creature. Sure. I call it a fittering. It is a insect-like duck with giant claws on its feet, and it just attaches to trees and giant flocks in like a woodpecker. Ooh, that's terrifying. So it's like a small thesiosaur? Yeah. When you say insect-like duck, do you mean it has six limbs? Compound or? eyes. Oh, fuck. I'm having nightmares So already. it travels like Are there ducks. still feathers? Yes. Ooh, I hate you. Okay. I hate you so much. I just figured there'd be, like, by waterways, there'd be large flocks of them. That Yeah, it's terrifying. I like it. Man, whoever is going to make the animated series of this is going to have a fucking time. It's going to be whoever did Super Jail. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, God. Uh, Super Jail. Midnight Gospel. Yeah, Midnight Gospel. Uh, that's Pendleton Ward. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It was really good. I was going to say that Solar Opposite's pretty great, too. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't seen it good. either. I, uh, your duck thing reminds me that I had a nightmare about a tweet I saw where it was, it was a tweet thread where, uh, or DM thing, DM conversation, a guy posted from Twitter where he messaged Nat Geo and he says, Hey, follow me back. I I'm doing some research on, uh, on animals that I think you'd like to include. And they followed him and he sent him a DM and says, (laughs) ducks don't float. They just have really long legs that touch the bottom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, ne- the next image was that he was blocked. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine <laughs> just just like twelve foot long legs on this little? Well, have you seen the picture of the duck trying to hang out with flamingos? Mm-mm. No. There's a bunch of flamingos. One leg is up, and there's a duck just like. Kind of mocking them right behind them, <laughs> just sitting there with one leg up. It was like, oh, that's so funny. Ducks are the worst. Okay, well, great. We got three creatures. I like the work that we did on in combat rituals, and I kind of want to stew on those for a bit because okay. there's a lot of really fun places we can go with them. Like maybe to the beach. I like that beach ritual. We could have the Interpol reference for everyone in the Ghostbusters RPG. There's an item that we take with us everywhere. It's the beach kit, mm-hmm. and all it does is it triples your fun at the beach. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we always make sure to save a slot for this it is like this is mechanically accurate it triples your fun at the beach i would love that if i could triple every the fun that i have at the beach mm-hmm. i would be all for it uh because that probably would involve 
some sort of mystical sunscreen that would keep me from being uh, irradiated to death. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's. I think that's included. There's a big umbrella. See a cooler. You know. I thought it would be like step twenty for scoundrel. Oh, that triple your fun at the beach. Pocket sand where you throw sand at someone and, and it, it just, just turns into an entire beach. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Or you could, you get pocket sand. And then you put it in their pocket. Oh. <laughs> and it ruins their next, like, the next day they're like, oh, man. I was thinking it could still turn into a beach. You just hit a button. So, like, they're just at their job and all of a sudden True. they explode. That's a good one. The beach bomb. I, d- I do like the idea of putting sand in somebody's pocket and go, you were at the beach. And they're like, I don't remember it. And like, that sucks. You don't remember being at the beach. It's terrible. I bet you had a great time. I live in the mountains. How did this happen? Or if you could give someone a dream about the beach and put sand in their pockets without them knowing. Like it total inception. Wait, so yeah. like, just gaslighting someone yeah. into thinking they, they would wake up at the beach? Yeah, with like a shell in their ass. You know, usual beach stuff. Well, what's the thing that's beyond gaslighting? The, the one where it's like everybody's in on it and like strangers are in Tr- on it. The Truman Show. Oh, what yeah, do they yeah, call that? A, they call it. It has its own yeah, name. Group yeah. stalking or something like something. Like Gang crazy. stalking. Gang stalking. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that sounds. That's the it word is, alone is horrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much typically a mental illness. <laughs> you know, it's people are like I got on the bus and everyone was looking at me. It's like mm, I don't know. I've been on a lot of buses and no one wants to look at anybody. Yeah, I was screaming the whole time. Well, the people definitely were trying not to look at. Yes. Me. Yeah. Yeah. There's this video. Of, it's terrible. I found this video on YouTube of this lady just walking up to clearly mentally ill lady filming all of her interactions and putting them on youtube where she just harasses postal workers <laughs> we're like this guy's in his truck and she's like why are you following me and, and he doesn't even know like she's like excuse me why are you following me and he like he's looking the direction he comes what are you, are you talking to me and she's like yeah why are you following me he's like i don't even know you lady <laughs> i feel so bad for this dude he's like what what are you talking about i've seen this truck on my street every day no she says that yeah, yeah for sure but uh okay we did step six. Do you want to try to do another zealotry? Let's do another zealotry. All right. Well, we so got wings. We got wings. We got the halo. Mm-hmm. What about the extra arms? Let's do extra arms. What do we want extra arms to allow you to do? Uh, I think extra arms come with ethereal weapons already in them. You don't have to Ooh, have extra. I don't want you carrying around a bunch of weapons for when your extra arms come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they manifest. That sounds a lot better than better hugs which is what i was yeah well i mean that is that's a secondary sure although they are like radiant burning hugs do you think they burn these extra these extra arms i was i was imagining they're just like i don't know ghostly smoky i guess they could burn they could deal damage if they can deal damage they may not even need a weapon well i figured that the weapons would just be kind of flavoring for Mm. what the actual arms are it wouldn't matter what's in them they would pretty much do the same thing i don't hate that i would say Okay, so extra weapons, obviously extra opportunity attacks because you're wielding all yeah. of them, right? I was just thinking, what if you could double overwhelming strike? Ooh. Just do two overwhelming strikes at the same time. Ooh. If you take extra extra attack actions. I don't think you should get extra attack actions. No. <laughs> you should not be able to do 80 damage. I No, I don't, I think, I, but I like the idea of being able to double up on at will attacks yeah but not being able to go i choose this one and this one you have to go this one twice yeah see i don't know i i almost think maybe it should give them something equivalent to the crex ratio where once per encounter they can do an extra combat action mm-hmm. wait is that's not crex that's sorry uh, not crex uh tiktani tiktani 
where they can just take a full extra one. And then if you are Tiktani and you've got these extra extra God arms, damn it. Oh, two extra would be Straight amazing. centipede. Yeah. You can, you can use an extra scene ability. Like a okay. scene ability you've already used, you can use again. All right. I like that. I guess let's, let's think of just conceptually first, right? I'm, I'm thinking before very, we go for very, like actual very abilities. Vishnu about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like God, keep it on the theme of gods. Yeah, is it is Shiva the goddess of destruction? Right? Or is Shiva. it Kali? Uh, I know well, there's, there's all the two. aspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like I don't think Kali's not the goddess of destruction, like Shiva is. I think um, it's just death. It's like but death it's not... and corruption and evil. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah, because Shiva is is death and rebirth. And rejuve like it mm-hmm. is life and death are one and the same for Shiva. I think for Kali it is not. Yeah, she's got she has a belt of hands, you know, <laughs> like Ugh, or of arms really. Well, it's that's pretty like, brutal. The more you like the Irish war goddess is a threefold, you know. It's like she can be a regular lady, she can be a really nice lady, or she can destroy you. Yeah. Well they do that with American gods and the uh mm-hmm. But it's just funny that the goddess of death is or yeah. war is like just a woman that was pushed too far. I don't know enough about Indian um Pantheon is maybe even the yeah. word, wrong word for it. Stable? I mean Kali I know that Kali's evil. <laughs> She's she does have multiple arms, including the ones around her waist that she wears that she cut off of people. Those are hers now. Yeah, they're her arms. Possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> Look at this fucking picture. This pretty tight. <laughs> This is metal as fuck. So what if you get plus one to hit for every enemy head you have tied to your belt? <laughs> you wear a necklace of heads. Yeah. A belt of arms. That's going in our gods game. Yeah. Your hearing is better because you have a necklace of ears. Like, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to, if, if I had extra arms, what mm-hmm. would I do? Uh, Masturbate furiously. I was going to say aside <laughs> from the obvious. Let's say I would itch the sunburn that you get right oh under your eyes. Such a good point. Yeah, I would. I would eat with incredible efficiency. I think you get a bonus to climb. Dove. Yes. Right. Makes yeah. sense for sure. But you saying that you itch the thing in your back, like the the arms don't have to have to be like mystically attached. No. Like Goro under your armpits, right? They can be. They can float around. Yeah. So so you you being able to cover your back with those arms is. Is probably pretty good. So maybe, maybe. Uh, Have you ever played the N64 game Glover or whatever the one that was called? Yeah. With just an anthropomorphic glove? Yes. So what if you could manipulate things within like five squares of you eventually with it as well? Because they move around, mm-hmm. they can fly. I kind of like, oh, I kind of like the idea that the, the arms can move away from you. Yeah. I like, like that. It would have to be in a certain distance, but. I, I What do you think about if you have opportunity attacks remaining, you cannot be flanked? I like that because it, it's, not, it's just like nobody. Yeah, you 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 have you have a reaction available to you. Could it help rituals? Yeah, because well, it, if it gives you extra actions, right? Mm-hmm. What if it's what if it's an extra? It gives you an extra swift, an extra move, an extra combat action every scene. I would say remove uh, move. Yeah, well, we can we can stipulate that the move will not allow you to move move, but you can you can trade it down for a swift. Or, or if can. something is, replace it with, a, like, a reloading can exactly. be replaced with move action. Yeah. It doesn't allow you to, to actually move somewhere, but you can you can do that. That could be cool. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that that alone is, is huge. Is enormous. Yeah. I kind of, actually, I think that might be enough. That's. To be honest. Like, well, the whole thing is, I, I but it's also fun because that might not be the one that you pick first in your advancement down zealotry. It's true. 
but that's on a short list of like I can do five uh, like I can do five things now all right maybe wings first and then you're like okay what do I do next I want to do everything I do now but more yeah now we gave the other ones we gave them like a utility action a swift action I think you don't maybe maybe we can make it so that these arms let's just let's just think of them in raw use right mm-hmm. so so how many arms do you get four Four so extra? Six, so you have six total. Okay. Unless you're Tectani. Right. Okay, so you get four extra arms. Each one wields a weapon of your choosing, mm-hmm. spectrally, right? Some yeah. kind of spectral weapon. They're only one-handed, or do mm-hmm. we want to allow them to wield two-handed weapons? One-handed. Okay. They're, they're in, because they're independent. Okay. If one of the arms, the one uh, once summoned, if it's summoned with a weapon, it can't drop the weapon? No. Yeah, it is part of, it's, it's not an arm and a spectral sword. It is a single unit. Yeah. So if you want one to be able to act as an open hand, you need to summon it with yes. one. You can do unarmed attacks with it, but um, it's the idea of a floating arm disembodied doing an unarmed attack is just, it's so contradictory. But also awesome. Because it's like, if anything, this is the most armed attack yes. <laughs> All right. ever. But also, <laughs> but also, I just, I do love the idea of essentially a monk character mm-hmm. going zealotry getting to this point and being like i get a, bun- a, a bunch of bonuses to unarmed attacks i summon four extra arms they are just fists <laughs> yeah. i love it like, like f- flurry of blows literally yeah you're about to flank some dude and just get him and all of a sudden these hands just start punching you in the or, face or no you just you just grapple him and then your spectral arm just punch him <laughs> just boom 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 how about could they grapple? Could the spectral? No, hands? I, I would say you'd have to grapple with your real hands. I would Interesting. Say. I would. I would say otherwise. I would say yeah, they can grapple. All right. Well, if they're all right, if they're empty, you get a grapple bonus. Yeah, I would say it takes a, a full attack action to summon them. Yeah, because you're gonna get, you're gonna make up yeah. those real those quick. actions really quick. Real quick. And uh, I think that what if they can only move away from you a distance equal to your composure score? Yeah. Yeah. And and do we allow all of them to move that far or just one at a time? Would you have to roll independently for each one? Well, no, I think mm. so you you control them, which means they take your attack actions. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like they're off doing their own thing. You yeah. you're doing that thing for I'm going to I'm going to say one at a time just because of the requirement of awareness that that would take would be innate. Like would, would yeah. be enormous. That would be a very if you just added an extra pair of arms to me right now, mm-hmm. I for five years they'd be fucking useless. Yeah, I I think you would. Okay, so if an arm occupies a space you're not in, mm-hmm. it doesn't occupy the space. We'll say okay, because um, it's just not not mm-hmm. big enough to count. Correct, and so it cannot flank. It can't. It cannot provide the upper hand, even though it can literally be an upper hand. Yeah, and it can just do whatever you can do with your hands. You know, if you summon it with a weapon, it has that weapon. You cannot do it. You get four of them, and then you get an extra combat move and swift. Is that every turn? Yeah. Shit, that's so big. How about... That's so big. What if they cannot be used to perform abilities? So they're just basic attacks. You can use your hands to perform abilities, but they can only do basic attacks. I was just going to say, could you have six hands all doing fireball? See, I, at the same time, I th- I think you would move a hand away from you to get a better angle for fireball. 
<laughs> right? Like it, like you're, uh, like you're spiking a ball. You uh, know, they, like all right. And I will say that the exception to that would be anything, any ability that can be used to replace a basic attack, we allow. Yes. So stuff like fireball, because that is just your basic attack mm-hmm. for the functionally for those characters. Yeah, we'll say. But yeah. you can't do something like overwhelming strike or or you know basic whatever, attack whatever the flourishes. Yeah, stuff that is a basic attack or can be replaced. Like if you can be granted it by, uh, by command. Yes, you can use it. Okay, so then so then you get we'll say you get one extra every turn then because it ta- you have to spend one mm-hmm. immediately to get them. Yeah. So you're out on that one, and then you get an extra one every turn within the confines of what the hands can do. Um, you get an extra attack, sorry, you get an extra opportunity attack if they are close enough to you. Yeah. Maybe the, the one that the one that goes away from you cannot get, well, let's not, because that's the point. You're, you're putting yeah. it up there to threaten. It can, it can punch somebody for moving. It can, uh, yeah, it can tag them as they go yeah. if they move through, but it can't provide the upper hand because it's not... It's not occupying enough space to be a, an impedance. Yes, it How, can it can it can tag, but it it can't right. exist in a space to block an area. So let's let's remove the ability to to grant extra opportunity attacks for each harm. Mm-hmm. You, you still only get that for the amount of weapons that you control. Um, but you can if you can move the arm away from you, that arm can still make opportunity, opportunity attacks, attacks against that person. Can it do like a Bruce Lee style one inch punch? Sure. All right, dope. We don't have that uh, ability yet, but yes. All right. So I think that's this, coming. This will be a simple one. It can do anything hands can do. If it if it's summoned as an open hand, mm-hmm. it can grab objects. Yeah. It can it can lift something uh, with one hand equivalent to what you could lift. Yeah. Well, it, it, and that could also work. Where okay, cool. I have a dope. I I now have four incredible one-handed magical weapons. Mm-hmm. I summon an open hand. I take out my my neat yep, dagger that yep. I wouldn't use in any other mm-hmm. situation. Or uh, I want to travel light. I put a big old sword in this one because why not? Yeah. Or I want this guard to turn around, so I send my hand out and knock over a glass on the other side of the room. That'd be terrible if you show up as the guy who's covered in swords. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, what's how is this General Kenobi? General Grievous? Yeah. If if <laughs> you basically become Grievous, like. So you you walk up and you're fighting somebody with your two swords and then they have you like locked in locked in battle and then you just grow extra arms and they pull out the extra swords and just you are general grievous. I also like the idea that if it takes time to summon all of these these advantages through zealotry that you could get to a point in a party where you have your bruiser having to sit out like the first two or three turns and the party is just holding yeah. the line and then they're like, all right, Voltron's complete, boys. I'm going out. Well, the best... Monkey Voltron. I Monkey think one of, the, one of the coolest things now that we have in combat rituals is that this person can do them faster. Yes. And it makes sense. Like, they've got extra arms and they're like... Like, just whipping up... Yeah. Well, and, and whipping it, up a Resengan. You know? And yeah, and it's and it's definitely super interesting and is... is Staying on flavor and the mechanical thing that we want to do, that zealotry is a bridge between a a caster and a melee fighter, mm-hmm. and not a bridge in which it's a compromise between either. It's it accentuates either, and also can exist on its own. My worry, so I, I want to go full bore like this, yeah. right? But my worry is that step if you if you go all ten steps down zealotry. Mm-hmm. Are you way ahead of everyone else who goes all ten steps down anywhere else? 
maybe and and we can dial it back yeah and we're gonna and also uh the you know the the sid meyers uh adage of if you think it's not enough double it if you think it's too much have it yeah like let's let's go heavy and fine-tune it later i i i think it'd be a lot worse to have something underwhelming and try to beef it up i Mm -hmm. think it's easier to to roll something back and there is a great cost to get there yeah you know like we are you are standing 10 steps to get yeah. where you are and, so. and you're expending I, I, there's a wind up to all of these abilities that require time you know if you yeah. go fu- if you go all zealotry and it takes five turns for you to be fully awakened that's game over for most combats already it's true do we make this a daily activation right now i'm gonna say no right yeah. now i'm gonna say no because one, because the other stuff that we've been doing for step six on other stuff mm-hmm. isn't as straightforwardly useful, but they're they're real good in their roles. Mm-hmm. And I think zealotry and champion kind of need to be straightforward and just bruisery. Yeah. And I think this is working. But again, we're going to have to we're going to have to play test it and we might get to a point where we're like, oh, zealotry is just straight up bonkers yeah and then we can make the decision of um you know do we do we give a a 10 percent boost to to these you know paths that are lacking or are we going to try and scale down so how about instead of a combat action to activate it because because i want it to be i want you to feel really powerful when Mm -hmm. you do this maybe a full turn okay how do we feel about that yeah you have to take a full turn off to do this and then you get it for the rest of the scene yeah and I think it'll be worth it. Like you'll you'll still choose to do that. You'll be, you'll be like, "Hey, gang, run interference for me." Yeah, you know. Well, and and it, but it also might be a thing that if you think the fight will be over enough, or if you're in enough danger where you need to act mm-hmm. at the beginning, you won't be able to turn that on. Right. Which I think is fair. Yeah. Like yeah. But you yeah you might you're make, not going to do it while running away. It, if you're the only you know stalwart melee fighter in your party. And, and shit hits the fan, you're going to need to run forward and take it. But also, you you do have healing abilities. Yeah. You might be taking a full turn off as a healer, and you need to juggle that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's Taking a full turn off is is an investment. Yeah. But then you can then you could do double yeah. ray of healing if you have uh, radiance. Or triple if you have... Oh, man. Just stacking it with command, too. Oh. Yeah. Mm. All right. I like that. Um. Okay, I think that's good. I, I I do like that. So so, what would we call this? I mean, we could just call it extra arms. No, but no, we got we got to put. But, some... but they're they're aspects, right? Virtue. Yeah. Uh, industry. Virtue of industry. Virtue um, of. I, I I was going that direction, but I think industry is. It's too. It sounds too mechanical. Yeah, it, it invokes uh, that connotation. Um. Well, it's, yeah, well, but the whole thing is that's that's the right mode. That's the right um, lane. Magnanimity? Eh, isn't... It's like generosity. It's like it's being open-handed is, is being generous. Yeah. <laughs> Send him for work. Yeah. Wow, people really hate work. <laughs> people <laughs> fucking hate words. work. Labor, toil, drudgery, exertion. It's like that's not, not quite what I was looking for. Ambition? 
I like it. <laughs> Handiwork. Vigilance? I like that. Uh, that would make more sense for the halo, though. Yeah. You know? Of engagement. What's it called when you're up in everybody's shit, but in a good way? Virtue of hand jobs. I like that. I wish more hand jobs were virtuous. Virtue of thrift? Thrift. Damn, it, it's just nothing quite says that what we, what we want. Um, what are the other ones? What are the other ones we got? We have virtue of... Community? Uh, liberality. That's flight. I think we have virtue... Prudence? Hmm. Collaboration. I like that. Virtue of service. Service isn't bad, but you it does make me think of hand jobs. That's yeah. the, the, like, if you sort of like virtue of service here, come on my hands. I, I don't know, I kinda like gratitude. <laughs> Communion. I like that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I would say either that or Congress, you know? No, I like yeah. Congress again has other connotations that, yeah, that kind of override it. All right, virtue of communion. Yes, and you, you create multiple hands. You create four hands, so you have six, eight if you're Tectani. If you create open hands, they can do anything. One of your open hands can do. They can only lift things, but they're not attached to you, so they can't catch a ledge to stop you from falling. No, yeah, so they don't help you climbing. I don't think. You're not Spider-Man. No. Or Dr. Octopus. Well, sp- the man, man spider. spider. Yeah. <laughs> Could they catch something, though? Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone was falling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not if, you. If, if you could hold, if you, if you could hold them with your hand, they can hold yeah. you. Okay. But they, they confer no, we'll say they, they convey no force unto you, under your body. Yeah. So, Without being acted upon. Right. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. I was worried that these, that the the zealotry line was gonna kill us, really? Yeah, that well, that was the one where I was like, because here's the whole thing: coming up with two ideas mm-hmm. on a theme is not hard. Coming up with five is so much more than two. Yeah, and I was thinking, but we're we're we are we are churning through these, and I I don't feel like this well is dry. No, I, I at agree. All. And I also um something I kind of I, I think I've mentioned this before, but. Just want to get you guys' thoughts on what do you think about changing it so that humans aren't the base race? So what if we gave humans abilities like the other races and um, then removed the extra step thing? I, I'm, I'm generally against it because I love the interplay of that extra mm-hmm. step. Um, but I would be open to the idea of allowing for mechanical differences between varieties of human hmm. and i and i and i don't think you mean like based on like background where you grew up that yeah kind background of thing. culture mm-hmm. or just uh you know the the people of the akinosian empire are more metropolitan they're sure. they're involved in more general frivolous skill we're like yeah. cool i'm from the desert i didn't learn how to also be a mage what i learned how what i learned to do is to not require as much sustenance as you to survive the reason i bring it up is because it's a standard rpg trope to make humans the Mm catch-all anything where it they just have the most flexibility on what their skills are and in our world in our setting humans aren't necessarily better at learning anything than any of the other races are but if the other races would be jealous 
of a lot of the adaptations that humans have the physical adaptations like we can run we can run longer than anybody period yeah. like there's no there's but no animal on earth that can the, run for a longer period of time than we can i think we are we yeah. i think we would run into that problem because in my at least in in the way that i envisioned how this anthropomorphate like cation of of mm-hmm. the other races is is the things that we identify as predominantly human is the things that they kind of stole yes that that they are long distance travelers that they that everyone is at least metabolize metabolism wise capable of eating almost anything yeah yeah i'd, I'd say they're all omnivores i guess i like the adaptation like, though, I, like, I don't want to make the harad cold-blooded i think that would be no, a I giant giant idea. pain yeah. in the ass yeah no i what, what i mean is is i do think that there are things that do set humans apart in our world mm-hmm. physically yeah that are not captured at all by giving them an extra step. Yeah. And there's so much variation in humanity mm-hmm. that I like that. Like the Dutch only have eight toes, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, so would we so the, have? The whole thing is, the whole thing is really genetically, we have very, very little, very little. It's true. Difference. Well, humans. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Dutch. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking because obviously Overland endurance is something humans oh, yeah. have got. I, and I, I would feel comfortable boosting that for humans yeah. in our s- setting. Humans are excellent in the water. We're neutrally buoyant. Yeah, um, We can hold our yeah, breath. As, as far as primates go, there's nothing nothing, nothing that touches us. We are aquatic apes. We um, love fancy fur because we caught that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a cheetah? That's cool. I'll wait 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. The... Um, the ability to tan isn't exclusive to humans, but it is an important adaptation that saves us, you know, from exposure. Mm-hmm. Speak for yourself. Right. Well. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like tanning fur. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. But I, I really I would did. Imagine... I was, and then you said that. I was like, oh, yeah, tan. Yeah. It's, we are all three in here extremely pale. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just kind of want to throw that out there yeah. as a question of like, if, if, if this was the case, if we did decide to go that route, what would we... What would we give humans? I, uh, all right, let's let's pitch this. Let's just take care of this now. All right, so um, we we got our Tolden. Okay. I think we keep the way Tolden work as now as as Akinotion. Okay. Your, your basic Akinotion is well read, well studied. Yeah, and they 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 picked an extra you know facet of their of their mm-hmm. abilities to do that. Uh, let's. What would the other two? you know vastly different types of people be would they be nomads would they be mountain people mountain people is good well i'm just thinking what like physically what sets humans apart yeah like like what because we gave bats a a screech you know (laughs) i'm saying let's let's think uh you know environmental cultural differences things that are what would accentuate the things that we enjoy about uh you know as humans that we're good at what environment or culture provides that, and then build it from uh, culture for like reasoning first, and then the ability, rather than the other way around. I don't know because I guess it it that that feels like something totally different. It sounds fun, mm-hmm. but like that sounds like something like a like a template we can put on top of other races as well. You know what I mean? Like something we can add. Like if if we said this culture does X Y Z better you could maybe choose to put that templating like this these bonuses and these negatives mm-hmm. on top of any race in that culture you know what i'm saying like that seems like a fun thing we could like a, a layer we could add on but um 
I don't know if it would give them an ability. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The same way that like having cr- extra arms, having extra arms, uh, having hollow bones. You know, what if they have psychic powers? No, I, I actually I don't hate that because what other powers are humans gonna have? Well, no, the whole the whole we're thing evolving is, towards brain. We're not evolving towards anything else. But I I think that hits again on that would that should be something that all races as sapient things should be able to have. Yeah, you could you could make a psyker of anything. Okay, but also I hate psionics and D and D with oh, I, a huge huge passion. I I don't hate them I as a concept. I hate that, the way that, they're implemented. Sucks. I hate that it's a completely different rule set, and it's very obviously easy to just yeah beat in everything into submission. Hi, I'm level five. I use all my psionic points to make a golem. I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously, if we did something psychic, it would just be in the confines of the system we already have, yes. but mm-hmm. I'm not, I, like, I think something like that, like, we were talking about a potential class, or potential path one day that would be, like, a conduit, and it could, like, redirect magic and stuff like yeah. that, mm-hmm. like, that would be closer to yeah. the psychic thing, but it would, it would still fall within the same framework I, of how I actually, if, if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna make psychics, I think it's a path. Okay. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I agree. What if we get rid of Tolden and just do Planet of the Apes and do Monkey Voltron? (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, I think the Tolden are apes, right? Like, I think that's how everyone else sees them. Yeah. Like, they, they are the ape version of this. I just, I just think visually, you, it is nice to have humans if you're going to market it towards humans. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm less concerned about that, but I do, I do want humans there because I, I, I don't know. I do like the anything path. I yeah. just, I, I kind of want to just th- throw that at you guys. Maybe think on it, you know, because, because humans are distinct from all other apes yeah. in, in multiple ways. We are distinct from a lot of things in a lot of ways. Yeah, we, we, we have, have a, we have a decent bag of tricks. They're mm-hmm. not. They're, but they're all subtle. Like there's Very a lot subtle. of subtlety. We're good at climbing, running, swim. Actually, we're excellent at climbing, running, and swimming. Yes. Yeah. If you, you know. have a hundred humans, like sixty of them are going to win. Our our yeah. our ability to degrade muscle mass and turn it into energy is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. So let's let's just put that out there. We we could also say that humans maybe had further adaptations. In our setting, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So like that's why I was I didn't really hate when Max said yeah. maybe something psychic. But what if they got something physical? What if what okay. if all humans? Oh, I was thinking, what if the Savathians had kept like a human slave race who are now water adapted? They definitely would have. Uh, they're evil as evil as fuck. Well, um, it is, and it is also if you're looking, we could go full Giver. If you're looking for a platform to make a weapon or a worker out of. Humans are pretty pretty yeah. good base platforms. We probably modified our genetics to create our own nanomachines that we are now totally unaware of. Ooh. Healing so, bonus? Probably a healing bonus. That would be awesome, actually. Actually, if you're looking for Empire, healing bonus, and and even, even if it's a moderate resistance to disease, mm-hmm. that would just allow you to congregate in large groups and organize easier. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the way diseases have come around is... Yeah, and that, that's definitely not definitely a thing that we're thinking about in this moment for no reason. Yeah, and maybe we could look to 40K at, like, what did the Space Marine all get? The Space yeah, Marines yeah. all get, right? Like, so they were able to eat uh, anything from a planet and incorporate resistances and yeah. knowledge, you know, genetic knowledge and stuff like that. Maybe genetic knowledge is something so like planarian worms, right? Well, Where they ooh, they eat I like something that. and they get they get information. Well, and then the whole thing is, if we're looking for for reasons why Tolden could specialize, they straight up just start to adapt to mm. the flora and fauna around them. Oh, I like that. Man. <clears throat> I was thinking something like teal. You know, oh, where you have like okay. A- also, then then we can also tie into the like. All right, so Tolden exists the way they do. If you adapt long enough over a long enough scape, would you grow fur and start looking like mammals that survived in other situations? Maybe, but I think it's, once it's, you're able to create clothes, it yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's also a situation of why would you do that? Well, if if we're in the far flung future and humanity has already left the planet, what version of humanity would you want? You'd want the one that they could land anywhere yep. and just survive. That's true. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, we're, we're failed. Like the ones left on, on Earth, mm-hmm. Earth, are just failed settlers. I like that. Max, you're saying teal? Yeah, I was saying you were talking about like a, having a worm. I was saying, what if. Oh, yeah. You know, we see them as humans, but it's so far in the future. What if there's another creature living inside of them that provides that? Well, I said nano machine. Yeah, that's what made me. You said <laughs> of, planarian of the worm. worm yeah. Oh, that, pl- planarian worm. Yeah, that made me think of teal. You know, that's which true. Is Stargate, a race of humans who have aliens living inside of them that give them abilities. Yeah, that that's fun too. That's almost uh, the Star Trek race of um, what's their face? Oh, uh, the Trill. The Trill. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. I I think because we have at least a million years, right, to play with. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's think about it, guys. I I, I like all these ideas, and but I do yeah. I do like a little I do like a little sci-fi in my fantasy. Agreed. Like crawl. Yes. So Citadel, more heraldry. Oh yeah. I was thinking of a cone three stamp to knock people Ooh. prone. Like a like a stomp, like, like a, a stomp a that has thunder a stomp. Would they have to roll an athletics check to not? That's not bad. I I like that I like that direction. I'm not I, sure that's where we're gonna go, but I like that idea of something. Put it, put it um, in the pot for later. Yeah, put put that put, put that in the, in the pot too, because because that could also be in um, champions. Yeah, actually, that's probably more they champion because then they get bonuses to yeah targets who are not flat. But I'm just thinking like a just a big old stomp. Yeah, shut people down. Like maybe something if it didn't 
um, knock them flat, maybe you can immobilize them just for yeah. one turn if they fail like a constitution or, or a endurance check or something. I was I was almost thinking again, um, and this is the well I want to keep going with uh, in Citadel is protecting allies and just doing ally protection mm-hmm. amazingly. And again, this is step six. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the decision moment. You're not you're not going half half for a regular campaign. This yeah. is the thing where you're mostly Citadel. I would I would love the idea of just something where like you prevent damage in a way and provide a boon. Okay, well right now what we've got for heraldry mm-hmm. are how many options do we have in heraldry? Yeah. We have ordinaries. Or no, sorry, we have non-ordinaries on heraldry. No, I'm sorry, we have both. We have both an object and an ordinary. So we've got, right now we have something that's a landscaped object, mm-hmm. a mar- non-martial object, a structure, and a beast of some kind. And then for the ordinaries, we have bend, which is diagonal, fess, which is uh, uh, horizontal, pale, which is vertical, and mm-hmm. chief, which is along the top. Yeah. Uh, those are all good. We don't have to add four more things. No. To make, to increase heraldry and make it good, right? Mm-hmm. What I, the whole thing is, I think there's enough there where you can pick an just literally another one of each, like either. Well, but not for ordinaries though, right? Like you wouldn't you wouldn't pick to make an X. You you could or make a an cross, X, but but if you added a pale, well, okay, you could, but I don't want a repeat of the same effect. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if we say that this if this ordinary means this effect. So if, a, mm-hmm. if you pick a bend and it means that you get an additional plus two to opportunity attacks, you'd say, I go bend again. I don't want you to get the same effect. So we can we can now say. I mean, that's already, that was already off the table. Like you don't double bend. That's what I mean. But a double bend is a cross. It's an X. You know what I mean? If, mm-hmm. you, if you get two bends. If All that right. That makes sense. I'm just trying to think of like the physical. You look at your heraldry. What is it? I can. Um. I, then, then I will think. We could do off, colors and patterns. Colors and patterns. Borders or off pod. Uh. Do do things like X's crosses, which would be the thing that you picked, but harder. Sure. You picked a vertical line. You now pick a horizontal line. You don't get the horizontal line bonus. You get the thing you already picked, but harder. Probably more than double. I feel like if you double down on something, you should get better than double. If it's a chance to hit, oh no, doubling no, that, would be no, that's a bad idea. Yeah. But if it's something like a plus one damage, I I don't feel like an, yeah. an, an extra plus one damage is the same as a plus one to hit. Well, how would you kind of let's think of things that this doesn't cover first, right? All right. So right now, these are the things that heraldry can give you with 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 objects um increase your speed by one which is dope yeah gives you plus two to composure and um composure skill checks which is i I also do love heraldry because it's long enough in the tooth of a campaign for you to know Mm -hmm. what's most effective because i feel like there are objectively mathematically best things that are always going to be effective but the idea of adding saves in a certain campaign will yeah be more advantageous well not to mention you know how you're the mechanics of your group oh my god which, yeah by which, that time yeah mathematically one there. one that seems obvious if you were solo 
becomes the weakest option, you know? Yeah. So uh, increase your hit points by two immediately and by one for each additional level. Solid. Uh, add two bonus damage to all targeted attacks. Solid. But also not... I, I, I don't think those are broken because of the way that scaling goes. Can we really break it and be like... You add ignore damage to your health. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're going to be doing stuff like that. Additionally, actually. All right. So <laughs> step six. The idea of like yeah. bulwark. Yeah. But I feel like that's a step nine. Uh, you get hit. You ignore this much damage. You gain that da- like damages yeah. health. So uh, increase the tier of attacks against your opposing faction by five. So you pick a faction. Mm-hmm. And the damage tier. The tier of damage you do against that specific faction is increased by five. Yes. That's Absolutely. very good. That's incredibly good for very specific situations. Mm-hmm. Or add one to your dodge, which is amazing. Fantastic. So good. Yeah. Add Especially one, for Citadel. Add one to your endurance. Great for which, Citadel. Yeah. And gain an additional plus two to all opportunity attacks. Oh, my. Yeah. No, so those, those are all are the, great. Those are the ordinaries. Okay. So what isn't covered here? Um, I think there's no increase in armor except in the fact that it adds one to your endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, Which will probably add to your armor? It can, right? Because we will we will introduce later. Actually, let me rephrase that. It will add to your armor unless you built it specifically to be for armor first. Well, we're going to... It'll, it'll raise sub-optimal builds yes. to an optimal build. We... Except we're probably going to create armor that's harder to wear, that yes. has more armor. Yeah. So maybe that's an easy one. Add one to the armor of your shield and one to the armor of your body. Right. So if you right. if you have both, you get two additional armor. So there's an ordinary, an ordinary, unordinary. Should this be the flourish? Uh, what's a flourish? Let me let me look up heraldry again. So we got that good guide. Yeah. I, I do think heraldry is the way to go for this one because they already have a lot of options moment to moment, right? They're they're I, thinking if you're playing Citadel, you're thinking long game and you're just doing preemptive moves. Yeah. You're not you're only reactive with opportunity attacks, but you're proactive in how you're trying to shut down. And and it's also a situation in which we played with Citadel characters. Citadel characters are not protagonists in the way that we've set up this game, and I'm a th- thousand percent okay with that i think you easily could be though oh no no you can well i built a citadel command and was the leader so we've got we've got colors it is an are important signifiers in heraldry because they mean different things right metals are gold or or silver Mm -hmm. or they're called we could do copper or the gold is called yellow or Mm -hmm. or silver or white or argent there's also furs which are it's a it's a pattern it's a pattern of ermine ermine and vair that's just black and white right yeah so we've got more we've got more ordinaries so the ones we haven't touched yet are chevron cross satyr which is a x a bordure which is which is a full border around the edge and a pile which is a upside down triangle I'm I'm looking for something more categorical than specific. Charges are the symbols that we were talking uh-huh. about. Animals have their own meaning, but we'll let you pick All your right, own so, shit. So we have a charge. We have a backdrop. I think the option is... What, what we don't have are colors or patterns. Colors and patterns, yes. Uh, and then I think, let's do colors and patterns. Colors are one thing. Patterns are another. How about we just pick 
color. All right. Because then we could we could just list three colors. We can make up names for them. Oh, and I don't can think, decide whatever they want. I don't want three. I want six. Okay. I want six. I want three offensive, three defensive. But do you mix and match? Afterwards, yes. You're so you're giving the options. I was thinking we do this like a karate belt system. Oh, like oh, you upgrade. I, I don't like. I I don't like that actually. Like green belt, yellow no. belt. No. My my thinking was I I wanted to be personality based, yeah, not rank based. Also, just generally as a person that I am, the idea of step six and you get the white belt. Yeah, but also yeah, the idea of of ranks in a multiplayer game trying to be personality based. Yeah, of course. The reason why I wanted to pitch for three is because mm-hmm. then we could give we could say pick one of these. It overlaps with the things that you've already got. All right, and we'll give you one other thing that's not heraldry. Okay. That way, maybe every two steps, we give one more little thing to layer okay. on top of your heraldry. I want, then, then if we're doing three, mm-hmm. I want a purely offensive one. Okay. A purely defensive one. Mm-hmm. And then a neutral, How about instead of blanketly of it, good. Instead of neutral, a party? Yes. Boone? Yes. I All like right, that. Cool. A little more leadership bound. Yeah. But not parlaying or or going in the lane of, so of command. Attacking, defending, leading. Yes. Okay. Even though leading sounds like you're attacking, but you you know we yeah. know what we're no, talking about like leadership. You okay. can you can lead a retreat and be an effective general. Okay. So let's think of just what those boons are for you. Yes. If you if you have elder. Yeah. Boons. Boons. Well, we boons. we already use boon as a as its own mechanic. Yeah. So. But these should be boons. Right. They're they're static boons. For yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Or. Boons for 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 you offensively. Boons for you defensively. Third one is party boon offensive. What if every time you successfully hit, you automatically get to roll again until you miss? Just I made that after. weapon. Oh, how about if if you have if you are adjacent to two or more enemies, you get a bonus. Yeah, I like that. I like that flavor. Yeah, or within reach of two or more. No, adjacent. Adjacent. You want to be in the middle of the the shit. Well, but then again, what if you're wielding a reach weapon? Mm. How about if two or more enemies are within melee reach? Yes. Perfect. All right. You get, you deal additional damage. You get an additional plus one to hit. Here's what I want. Crit range extension for Citadel. Yeah. That might get more out of hand. I don't think it will for how this class is made. I think it functions like a plus one because it's an automatic hit. All right, let's float that. What if you get to do a basic? I, I don't. I, based on, on how the base damage of all Citadel skills mm-hmm. work, I don't think it's that broken Citadel solo. And if you add it to heraldry in a multi-path mm-hmm. uh, character, can that be incredibly oppressive but you're going step six baby you like you how how far in champion are you in there to make this broken i was thinking of something maybe a little more oppressive but situationally all right in that if you're adjacent to two more or if you're within melee reach actually okay it shouldn't have that requirement if for the one i'm talking about let's okay the idea i was thinking is you can replace one opportunity attack per round with an at will Ooh, I do like that. But I don't think you need the requirement of No. Yeah. So that one that one's huge. 
maybe that's maybe that's too good to be a heraldry thing unless we think of things as good and other things. You know what I mean? Let's bank that and pick the other two. Okay, so let's so bank that and pick the other two. We've got crit range like, extension, yeah. extension. We've got replace opportunity attacks with an at will. Um, but but I would think that if you do that once per round, you get no additional opportunity attacks. Fair. Right? Like, if you choose to do that, you're doing it because of the That's, effect that it you, has. Yeah, you're making a choice. Even if you have no limit to opportunity attacks? Yes. yes. Okay. Because you, you can not have that, but then if you choose to do that, you... You can lock someone up. You could do extra damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- uh, and depending on how you path it, that could be really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, Situationally very powerful. So that's good. And then what's defense? I like, I like that more than the... Crit range extension. Actually. Yeah, I, that's the pick. The problem. The problem is that's it's, the pick. it's very good. Yes. Is it? Should that be the thing they get at step six, no matter what? <laughs> or no, or, no, no, no. I feel like we have to go to that level now. Okay. Okay. And and I don't feel bad about that because I don't know if you remember the other step six things we did. They're pretty good. Uh, they're real good. All right. So let's think of um, what's defensive. That's that's kind of what do you want defensively? I don't think. Citadel at this point should be too worried about themselves. No, you're already there. Well, defensive would be like so something you would desperately want as Citadel is forcing somebody to attack you, where you're oh. like you literally can't attack anybody with yes. me. But how do we do that in our system where it makes sense in like the role playing aspect? Because like if somebody's really focused on that other person, they're gonna yeah. go after you. Know what I mean? Yeah, cruel Jess. Make a that's that's still that's that's champion flavored. That yeah. feels like champion. Well, but okay, I was thinking more in the sense of like you're just good at putting your body there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're good, like which feels like not so fast or yeah. or a sacrificial dot or dive. Like a Brian but Bartano. The fla- yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, what would he do if but he were the, here right now? But the flavor being in line with other abilities isn't a bad place to go. No. Okay. So well, let's. Maybe something like that. Maybe something where if you are included in an attack, nobody you can else just, you takes can just damage. Take the brunt. Nobody else takes damage. No I other no like other adjacent that. ally takes damage from it. No, I don't even want that. I don't even want that. I want I want an ability for Citadel. They have a ray. Mm-hmm. They have a ray. They shoot through you. Mm-hmm. You say no. It stops here. That's not bad. You get to choose for area effect attacks and ray attacks to be a single target. Yeah. Okay. So let's say any the ray bucks, the buck stops here. Any any ray attack or any attack that an explosive you if you would be the if you would be one of the included targets in you an are the air, force of the brunt in an area or a ray attack you can. Well, it feels like there should be some chance involved though. I don't think there should be chance. I think it should be placement. What if you have the ability to go prone? If you are the back? closest, if you are the closest target to the enemy, I don't think it's closest target. I think any targets beyond you mm-hmm. via the enemy no longer count. Well, that's that's basically the same thing. Yeah, no, but the whole thing is you're you're saying the closest. I'm saying uh, there's an explosive attack. There's a essentially grenade put in front of you. Sure. You're basically spiking it. The guy in front of you, you can't do no, anything. No, no, no. There's no what, way. Well, I mean, the, the, a ray comes through you. The guy in front of you takes it, but of everyone af- behind you is like, yeah. Of the oh, affected, that guy took it. of the affected targets, if uh, of all of the targets, if uh, if you, 
what's a good way of putting it? It's like when a ray, when, when an attack happens mm-hmm. that would potentially hit more than one target, mm-hmm. if you are closer so, to the enemy than those other targets, yes, you uh, not all of it, but you're the only one who takes damage from it. Yes. Because you don't want to add up all that damage. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, it damages yeah. you. Yeah. I And I want to call it the buck stops here. You could, yeah, we could do that. Buck stops here. I was because mechanically, it's or like even, you're or even, you're spiking it like a volleyball, or or, you know, even, like or just, even the idea of like the Captain America dive. Yeah, just fall on the grenade. You know. Yeah. Okay. So the buck stops here because that's really good. It's good. That's really good. I think it's still less good than the offensive one because I, the offensive one with Citadel's abilities are still defensive. Yeah. In a group of three. Mm-hmm. You're picking the offensive one. Yeah. In a bigger group. Well, the more casters you have. That's the, true. I was going to say, the more melee you have, the less useful that is because yes. people are going to be on the other side of the enemy. That's, that's going to be party determined, and I'm okay with that mm. because while I think we have a general, I think we have a general slant early level slightly toward melee, mm-hmm. casters have caught up. I don't know if that slants there except for who is playing them. I think the the fragility mm. is still there. Sure. And as soon as you add this, it is what, really good. What's the name of the things that the Roman centurions would do when they put their shields above their held their heads and form like a turtle shell? Testudo, right? Is Testudo? I think that just means turtle. We just call it Testudo. Testudo. Mm-hmm. You're one you're one man Testudo. Yeah. I, someone I, just picked it up. Called, it was called Testudo, which means tortoise Tur- formation. Yeah. Somebody yeah. just picks up a tortoise and is like, "Can we do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, would this stop arrows? Yeah. Yes, I think and, it would. And I do think in most gameplay situations, you're going to pick the offensive one. However, if you're in a party of three ranged characters mm. and Citadel, you just made that party way more viable. Now it's only it's only damaging effects. Yes. Not anything that would slow you nope. or, yeah, okay. The ice still goes through, Yeah. Uh, but if it's an ice attack that slows you. It's just the damage that doesn't go through. Yes. So, so it still hits everybody. It has no effect on zone things like Shadow of Death. No. Whatsoever. You can't stop that with a shield. No. Um, but any any area attacks that deal damage, you, you have to be included as a target yeah. because your shield can stop it for everybody, but you have to be within. Because if, if somebody <sighs> throws a grenade over your head, doesn't you, matter. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. not the closest. You have yeah. to be in, within its range. Yes. Okay. That's really good. I like that. That's good. In the future, could we have them just stop, like, not range attacks, but what do we call it, reach weapons? Reach? Just reach? Well, you get, if you attack, if if you're inside somebody's reach, yeah. and they're attacking, you get opportunity I'm saying, against them like, let's say someone's standing next to me and they have phalanx, mm-hmm. and then that person is able to hit them with a reach weapon, but I'm in phalanx with them. Mm-hmm. If it could just be in like nap, I think that's the that's the the reason why it provokes. I was thinking attacks. like because I think you can you can shield bash. Yeah, we've been attacked yeah. before by creatures that have outreached us. Yeah, there, there, by we, a lot. We've added a mechanic to just shields mm-hmm. in general. That if somebody is is doing a range attack or that in, you can replace your opportunity attack with with a shield bash, yeah. it'll cancel the attack. I'm thinking not when you're right up in their face. Interesting. I'm saying things that have a longer reach. I this is a future like this as a No, I like this as the third thing, maybe. We, Citadel has a couple effects that do that, mm-hmm. one of which is they can ex- you can extend your shield to get give your ally yeah. the armor yeah. bonus. Another is that you uh, you can actually use not so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, but you can't attack. If you still can't reach them, you can't reach 
like can't interact with them. No. Let's bin that. I like that. That's what I'm thinking for. The, I would just want like, like a giant crab. I want Popeye to just reach up and yeah. Grab oh, his I, I, I'm thinking by by step ten, a single pure citadel character is a ten foot by ten foot stone wall. That's yeah. Fucking... Just keeps kicking enemies backwards. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> you you look at them and you look at a wall and you go like. I'll pick the wall. You're going to have to fight dinosaurs, basically, yeah. to deal with this guy. So these two are very powerful. Yes. Now we need a boon. Okay, a boon to the party. Um, that's not a command-style boon. No. I think this should be based on what you do. This should be a boon that you grant your allies for a turn based on you doing a thing. I just had a thought. Yes. As an opportunity action, an ally can disengage closer to you share the ranks yeah just like just if they're granted an opportunity action they can forego it to just disengage one closer to you i don't think that's good enough i think you put this on your heraldry based on the amount i i think once once per round not once per turn if you make an opportunity attack someone gets to disengage towards you hmm I think that's less good. I was thinking, what if you're just so inspiring that they get you still get the opportunity attack. That's true. That and I think that's the point. Like you, I don't want to sacrifice Citadel's ability to do damage through opportunity attacks to gain more stuff. I think that you should just layer stuff on top of that. I was thinking if they're just so inspiring that it could help them on the damage tables when you're rolling for so you feel like this blindness, is, psychosis we're stepping on commands toes a little bit when it comes down to see inspiration. when i think someone who's wearing heraldry yeah is commanding i, I see I them understand. across the battlefield like everyone can see them but this is i what if it's if you would take an opportunity attack against an enemy you can instead grant it to an ally within reach of that enemy oh i love that and that's it. Yeah. So so now they're both of those are offensive. Yes. Right? But but one is replace it with an at will, which has a lot more utility. Mm-hmm. But then you can just be like, Well, I'm engaged with this enemy. I've granted I I'm because I've of, I've hooked their sword. Yeah. I, I've put it my, in the ground with, and then I was like, Hey dude. With my axe with my bearded axe, I've hooked their shield down, hit him in the face. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels like it's stepping on command's toes, except that you are. It's a defensive action, totally. It is opportunity uh, actions are completely defensive. And also, let's think of a perfectly crafted character in which you are again command and citadel. Yeah, and you have both. And Detective while that Dr. does Professor sound, <laughs> yeah, while that does sound really, really good. Of all, Regibald was command and citadel because it, it in the opposite direction. While that's good, it's still completely dependent on your party composition for mm-hmm. that to be the most effective choice. We're rewarding good construction mm-hmm. and interplay. And this is such a late game play that you would have to build your character and shoot for it. Yeah. And is it going to be so much better than step six? Command is having that extra attack, potentially a turn, going to be as backbreaking as command? I don't know. Command's got some fucking bullshit up its sleeve. Yeah, I think 
there's a good argument to say that Citadel, I think all three of those are good. Let's use them. And let's come up with bullshit names for colors that don't exist so uh-huh. people can say whatever it's whatever color they want in yeah. reality, in our world, right? Well, I, I almost like the idea of rather than going specific colors, you go type. You know, metallic yeah. does this. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, pastel does this. Or like cool and warm. Like metallic, cool, and warm. Dayglow. No. Cool, warm, metallic. Yeah. I think metallic is the... Defensive. blocking yeah for sure and warm is is uh attacking yes and then the other one's opportunity yes <clears throat> okay so there we go metallic cool and warm and then you get to pick okay i like that so let's let's do that one i want to give them a small little feature or or something yes. to, to activate as well and that was, is a, that is a base factor of citadel i was thinking something triggers on crits if you crit, I love if you that. crit a, a target that's your size or smaller, you can move it one space in any direction. Uh, I would like to change that for one thing. What's that? Your size or one step larger. Okay, your size or one size larger. Yeah, I like that. Okay, there's there's well, something and, and you, and there's you, something twice your size or smaller, and you go fuck you. And how about this? You may enter the space yes. that it vacated. I love the idea of a five foot eight humanoid mm-hmm. looking at a ten foot tall thing, going hand to hand with it, mm-hmm. and going, "Yep, yep," just smacking. That feels it, like six. stomping it. That yeah. feels like six. Okay, so uh, what do we call that? Surprising shove, dominance. I think something that that talks about the movement. You know what All I mean? All right, yeah. Because it's a crit, so you're not prep preparing for it. You can just choose to if you want to. Yeah, use it. Critical shove. Critical shove. Yeah. Critical Critical shove. shove. Done. Solid. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for our episode today, everybody. Thank you all for listening, and we hope to crank out more shit soon. Love you guys. Love you. Also, I just want to hang out with these dudes more. Hell yeah. For sure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If the game we're making sounds interesting to you, check us out at patreon.com slash rpgfs. One dollar patrons get access to the cutting room floor, where all of the off-topic comedy that was cut out of episodes is curated for your enjoyment. Two dollar patrons get the updated character sheets that they can use to make their own characters in our system. Five dollar patrons get access to every rulebook we release as we update them. Ten dollar patrons get to create custom NPCs for use in our actual play podcast, Layliners. Also, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. Every review helps. If you want to reach out to us with your gameplay ideas, please comment on our Patreon or tag us on Twitter. We are at Homebrew Ombres. Thank you all again, and until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.